The hedges to the left began to rustle. Eddie up snorted and waddled over to investigate as a long, jean-covered leg appeared over the top of the high bush. The second leg slung over, followed by a surprisingly shapely ass. The woman dangled up high by her hands and then dropped into the yard with a billow of honey hair and a muffled oof. The chance recognized her as Scott's best man, a childhood friend who lived next door. He'd met her at the wedding, but he couldn't remember her name. It was something strange, like he could judge. And not like it mattered. The important thing was that she was here. It was like the universe was handing him a gift, and he never looked a gift horse in the mouth. In this case, the universe was giving him a graceful way of letting Tiffany know he wasn't available without making her feel inadequate. Smiling, he turned to the blonde and said, Tiffany, have you met my girlfriend? What? Tiffany's shocked gaze flew to the woman, who frowned at them as she stood up and brushed her butt off. What are you doing here? Scott's friend asked. Waiting for you. He strode to his new girlfriend, tugged her into his arms, and laid a big kiss on her. Her hands came to his chest. He waited for her to push him away, or to slap him, or knee him in the nuts. All valid options, and certainly all deserved. It shocked him when instead she melted against him and wound her arms around his neck, pressing herself more fully against him. His body woke up at attention. Everything but the lush feel of her mouth on his and the long length of her against him faded away. He clutched her shirt and brought her closer, liking the way she hummed. Because she let him, he slowed the kiss, deepening it. She was scorching and eager, and his only thought was that he didn't mind playing with fire. Her breathing heavy, she disengaged from his lips without moving an inch. Her half-lidded gaze went from his mouth to his eyes and back to his mouth. He pushed her hair out of her eyes. They were hazel, the complicated kaleidoscope of colors. If I do that again, will you slap me? I'll slap you if you don't, she said as she resumed kissing him. Her t-shirt rose up and he put his hand on the warm skin of her waist. She felt resilient and soft, and he couldn't help trailing his hand up her back along her spine. He felt goosebumps raise on her skin and the low murmur of what he hoped was pleasure. Something bumped his leg. He was going to ignore it when he felt a nip at his calf. What the hell? He exclaimed, glaring down. Antiope gave him a piggy grin, waving his snout up and down. Is that a pig? Scott's gorgeous friend asked, still in his arms. Yeah. He looked around, relieved to see that Tiffany had left. Since there didn't seem to be a reason to kiss her any longer, except that he wanted to, he let her go. Thanks for helping me out. I couldn't get rid of her. The pig? Tiffany Woods. She's the main headhunter in a firm I'm interviewing with. I thought she looked like a cannibal. Not that sort of headhunter, though I wouldn't be surprised if I heard rumors of discarded bodies. The woman snapped her fingers. I know where I've seen you. You're a friend of Scott's. You were here for the spectacle. Spectacle? Or wedding? She waved her hand back and forth. Tomato, tomato. He liked her. Grinning, he held out his hand. Chance Nolan, you live next door. She shrugged as she shook his hand. It's a burden I carry. He held it in his, reluctant to let it go. First, tell me your name. Then tell me why you climbed over the bushes. She sighed. Neither one is a pretty story. Name first. KT. The only time people go by their initials is when they have hideous names. Exactly. What's yours? Like hell, I'm giving you ammunition like that. She crossed her arms and frowned at him. 
I can guess. Sighing again, she shook her head. No, you really couldn't. Catunia. At her raised brow, he continued. Keisha, Kayla, Kevin, Kevlar? You had to go to bulletproof material? He shrugged. You seem tough. She snorted. Auntie Elf snorted too. KT reached down and scratched the pig behind his ears. Chance swore the porker's eyes rolled back in pleasure. I must be speaking his language, she said. Or else it just confirmed that his pig was as smart as Chance believed. Okay, you won't tell me your name, so tell me why you were climbing into the Carrington right yard. That's because my name is Lame, and I hopped the fence to get away from my mom. She keeps trying to set me up with men. You don't like men? I don't like the men she brings home for me. I like men fine. She stared at his lips. He felt the power of that stare in places she wasn't overtly checking out. KT cleared her throat. Well, I should go. Good luck with Tiffany. Looks like you'll need it. Wait. He grabbed her hand before she got away. He didn't need luck when he had KT. Be my girlfriend. Excuse me? He hadn't planned it out, but now it seemed like a brilliant idea. Pretend to be my girlfriend just until I get the job and Tiffany is no longer an issue. I want the job, but if she harbors romantic delusions, it's gonna be tricky. She smirked. It's hard being hot, isn't it, hotshot? I'm giving you a solution to both our problems and you're mocking me? It's impossible, she shrugged. And it's only a temporary solution. I'll sweeten the pot, he said. How? You'll get to kiss me anytime, he said impulsively, hoping it was as tempting to her as it was to him. Her eyes zeroed in on his lips again. And what, go on pretend dates? Yeah, it'll get your mom off your back. True. And will we pretend kiss? I'm not sure there'll be any pretending there.